0: Hey everyone, thank you for joining me today on Tell Me About It. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the gender gap in the STEM field. That being said, I'm joined by Ramona Karimi, who's a public speaker, an activist, a storyteller, and so much more.
1: Hi everyone, thank you so much for having me. My name is Ramona Karimi. I am a 15-year-old who uses she, her pronouns, and I reside in Ottawa. I am currently a youth ambassador for Plan International Canada's Girls Belong Here program, an ambassador for IBM's STEM for Girls program, and also an ambassador for two organizations dedicated to bridging the gender gap in STEM, known as Superposition Toronto, and also a logistics ambassador for Star Hacks. Um, I really try in my free time to involve myself in activism, especially with organizations like Project Power Global as the co-director of their ambassadors program and also the director of technology where I really fight with them to use education to fight poverty and I'm very passionate about STEM, I'm currently taking a quantum computing course for high schoolers with Qubit by Qubit and I'm also in the process of starting my own organization which I'll delve
0: more into later today. I'm so excited for you to be on here I was, would have been dying for this interview with you I mean as she mentioned she was part of planning International Canada and I was also in there and after hearing your story Mona I had to get you on this podcast and just and I'm just gonna ask you right off the bat we're talking about stem so what does stem mean to you personally?
1: Yeah thank you so much I was really excited to be here um to me, I think stem means like, Our whole future it's what leads to innovation and i think we really have to start getting everyone included to it because it's what's really driving our world right now jobs that exist now aren't going to exist in the next 10 years because of how much stem is evolving the world and to make it clear stem stands for science technology engineering and mathematics so in that whole broad field i think there's so many subsections and different categories people don't even think about besides just the standard categories, and it all leads to this huge innovation drive. And I think that's why it's so important that we make fields, especially like emerging technologies like artificial intelligence and quantum computing equitable from the early days for girls and women especially because I know, especially in fields like physics, we see in our science books, there isn't enough representation for women and girls. And that leads to them not being involved in solving global challenges. And they're not having the necessary tools in STEM and not being equipped with them to solve challenges that are important to them. So to me, having people involved in STEM and using this field to combat issues that are important to people is especially essential for those who are in marginalized communities so that they can stand up for what they believe in.
0: No, thank you so much. I think you brought a great point up, marginalized communities. I think that's very important to bring up because many times they're not represented enough in the STEM field as well. And I guess I'll just move on to ask, what drew drew you to an interest in the STEM field?
1: Yeah, so I actually have to say um, my whole family is pretty involved in STEM job wise, but I was never interested in STEM until (laughs) I would say grade 10 which is this year actually um I thought I wasn't smart enough to be in stem I didn't think I could be good enough because I wasn't just like naturally drawn to it and that's Mm. honestly part of the whole problem is we just drive women and girls away from it and we don't provide enough opportunity for them to get interested we don't have them joining clubs. We don't have encouraging programs. And we often hear phrases like girls just aren't into STEM. We see these gender disparities. And when you don't have a female support group going into STEM or like female-based clubs and you're excluded, I think it really scared me away from STEM not having any support system and seeing like more so guys being interested in things like robotics and like that. I felt like I wouldn't really belong. And That was until I met really supportive groups of women, especially in Girls Belong Here from Plan International Canada. And I took my first computer science course because I thought, okay, I'll take a risk. And I'm so glad I did because I ended up really enjoying it and deciding that that is something I want to do with my future and yeah. it evolved from me wanting to participate in law and social sciences to me now wanting to incorporate that with stem so i have to say it's been like kind of a journey of getting interested and it's really opened my eyes as to how we need to be getting girls more involved young so that they don't only realize when they're like 15 years old they want to go into stem
0: no 100 i totally agree when you said that there is no support system or even, I guess, resources for women that are wanting to get involved in STEM. And I guess we, um, many times we tell our, we tell girls that, no, that's not a, you know, that's not a realistic career, or that's, you know, that's not something, something you're supposed to go into, or the whole thing, like, that's not what girls are supposed to do. And I think that kind of drives them away from that. So no, I, I definitely agree. That is something that we need to change. And I guess I'll just move on to the next question. Have you ever faced challenges working in the STEM-related field? I know you talked about a little bit, but could you just maybe dive a little deeper into that?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, I know I personally in school, I haven't faced direct, um, like, stereotyping from men because I think teachers are able to kind of prevent that. Mm -hmm. But I think the disparity in general and lack of... um, like, interest we have for girls to drive them into STEM is a challenge that I still face, like, daily, because when you don't, when you see different groups being male-dominated and not having those opportunities when you're young to, I don't know, join a robotics team when your girlfriends aren't interested, for example, Um, I think that was a challenge I had growing up where it was, like, I really enjoyed video games and I know that's related to STEM and that's why I enjoy computer science so much, but I thought like it wasn't girly enough and I didn't have that many friends who were girls who were into that as well. So when I wanted to talk about my passions or how much I love technology and like all the fascinations I had with computers, I didn't really have anyone to share that with. And it's really isolating, I'll say. And the more I've gotten into STEM, the more of a support system you get with different amazing women. But at the same time, you still have people who make stereotypes, you still have gender disparities when you look into college courses, when you look into university statistics of women who drop out of computer science, for example, Mm -hmm. and I usually go into that because that's my main field of interest. But I think personally, for me, it's been not being able to experience STEM as early as I wanted to because of those stereotypes and falling behind because of that, where I see... Other men my age who are in my classes have prior experience from clubs, activities, different groups and, you know, different communities where they've built projects together and it's very male dominated and I never got that chance or felt included in doing that when I was younger so it really led to me not feeling like I would have a place into going into STEM but luckily, I've really gained that support system. And there's a sisters in STEM club at my school, which I really enjoy attending. And I think it's really important that we continue driving that so that no girls have to feel like that. But personally, since I haven't really experienced higher education or been involved with STEM for that long, since I'm still in high
0: school, Mm -hmm. I haven't experienced the more extreme sides, but I've seen it. Oh, thank you for sharing that. I think it is important that we change the environment that we're in. And it starts, I think, with our teachers, our, you know, people that are around us, our parents that change that perspective, that opinion that, you know, girls are not supposed to go into that field because that really does influence um, a girl, you know, or a woman or anyone honestly going into that field or hoping to do a computer science or a STEM related field. And I think, What I wanted to ask was, do you think that providing, like you mentioned about your club at your school, Sisters in STEM, do you think having those clubs opportunities, not even in school, but outside um, in the city, more community engagements um, related to STEM uh, could be beneficial?
1: I definitely do. I think it's actually essential that we provide those kind of exclusive groups to women so that they have a safe and comfortable space that is free of gender discrimination because what we have to understand is so many girls and women have experienced misogyny starting young Mm -hmm. and they don't have that support system so when they see groups that are so heavily male-dominated and like intimidating for them from their past experiences it can really affect them and even something that I struggled with was wanting to raise my hand but being afraid I'd get something wrong because when you're a girl I feel like for me personally it can feel like I'm representing my whole gender and if I screw this up you know what I mean it's really unrealistic and not true at all but if you're in a group of men and you're like the only woman or So I think really normalizing environments where it's like all women, that can help them become more comfortable in being wrong, because that's a part of the learning process. That's essential in STEM. You have to be wrong. Mm -hmm. That drives innovation and a lot of learning and growth in STEM. So I think having those environments can make it safer for girls to not feel like, them getting something wrong or them not being 100% correct all the time is a representation of their entire gender and that weight Mm -hmm. is on their shoulders. I think making it welcoming and just inviting with people who are similar to you and will have similar lived experiences based off of, you know, one form of similarity that you have, it can really help to create a community of girls who can support each other through misogynistic experiences experiences Mm. they'll probably go through and they'll just be there for each other and they can provide help in many different subjects and guidance and mentorship and that's essential for girls who want to who that's essential to retain girls in STEM not just get them to like take a look but to keep them there to have something that really propels them and drives them to stay
0: I definitely agree. And I think Girls Belong Here, which I'll put down below as well, was such a great example of that woman coming together from all different backgrounds, from all different career fields and just sharing their input. I think that was such a great experience. I mean, I have to shout out Planet International Canada. You guys really did it. I mean, yes. I mean, it was such a great experience. I have to say it was one of the best experiences um, this year for me, especially transition to university and trying to find that type of support system. I think we definitely did. I mean, we all still stay connected and no, definitely. <laughs> and I guess I, I will move on to my last two questions. I feel like this conversation has already been so good so far. And I have to ask, what advice would you offer to young girls hoping to get involved in the STEM? Plus, how can we better support women and other marginalized groups hoping to enter a career instead?
1: Yeah, what I have to say to young girls is like, don't let people intimidate you out of it. Like, Truly follow your heart. And I know that that's cliche, and it can be so difficult with the barriers that surround you. But personally, I would say just try your best to surround yourself with positive and supportive women. Um, There are resources online. I can definitely give a few after this podcast, but we have communities like for Superposition Toronto, for Star Hacks, um, Young Women in Leadership as well with like Stanford. That was a conference I attended. It was amazing. And I would say I can move on to this as well, like with a potential solution I'm coming up with. But Try to join a group or like have your parents put you in a group of supportive women who will mentor you, who will provide you with resources and opportunities, who will share things with you and really challenge you and push you to do your best in STEM and give you different insights on different areas of STEM, how you can incorporate that into your life and try to surround yourself with them and learn to understand your worth, how important your perspectives are in STEM, how you can use your tools to combat challenges that are important to you, and how much of a presence you have compared to um, just in general, know your worth, do not doubt yourself, no matter what anyone tells you in that kind of sense. And what we can do to really help those girls is, again, make these programs, make mentorship programs to support them and give them resources. And I think this is especially important when we think about intersectionality is just the lack of technology access a lot of girls have because of socioeconomic factors. We have to be thinking about how can we support girls who might be interested in STEM, but they don't even know it because they don't have access to emerging Mm -hmm. technologies or they don't have access to, you know, tutors like other people do. They don't have um, older sisters who can guide them and mentor them who have already experienced STEM. And I think through creating programs and going through experiences like STEM for Girls with IBM, that's what we're developing. um, I think that's essential in Retaining these young girls and giving them the actual resources they need to succeed, because they they can do it alone, but they shouldn't have to. That's the thing.
0: Thank you so much, Ramona. I mean, that was such a great ending to the conversation and just Bring your advice slash the solution you're working towards. That is just incredible. And you're so young and you have so much ahead of you. I'm so excited for you and what you're going to accomplish in these next couple of years. I mean, I'm so excited to share this with everybody. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on. I will definitely put all the links that you mentioned, the solution slash clubs, opportunities, down in the below in our uh page or in our bio. And yes, thank you so much, Ramona.
1: Thank you so much, Moscana. I was so happy to join. Um, it was a great, great podcast episode. Thank you so much. And thank you. Yeah, take care. Have a great night.